Across the Streams podcast, Dishing on the Drive. Kip and Kane together again today. Uh, our Dishing on the Drive series under our Across the Streams label is our 25 to 30 minute type episode that we want you to use. Hey, I'm going to the store and back. I've got a short drive. It's not a road trip uh, type podcast. It's only 30 minutes. Quick listen. Uh, hopefully humorous most of the time. This one we get a little humor and, and some deep thoughts mixed in as I give Kane three questions I want him to answer. Coming off the heels of my Dodgers, my Los Angeles Dodgers, tanking again. Game five at home of the NLDS. I lost my mind with the Kershaw debacle, the Dave Roberts bungling the bullpen debacle, a whole other podcast. But I want I asked Kane today, hey, be ready to tell me what you still have a rational fandom about. So we talk about what he still has, goes a little bit nuts about that we shouldn't do and our wives are embarrassed about us for of doing. Uh, I also ask him number two question, sign of the times. What things in the day make both of us really feel our age? Kane's 37, I'm 40. Uh, and also maybe flip. When is that 37 and 40 still youthful and, and, and we had some vitality left in us? And the third one's a little deeper. Would we, as our 37 and 40-year-old coach self, still recruit and sign our 18-year-old athletic versions of ourselves? And would we hang out with the 25-year-old version of us? Uh, we answer both those in today's Cross the Streams, Dishing on the Drive, three questions with Kip and Kane. Cross the Streams podcast, Kip and Kane are back, uh, and we're supposed to acknowledge, I was told by a lot of the listeners, Kane, we're supposed to acknowledge that Ava is on, the, on it with us. Last time, we didn't acknowledge my niece in the background, and people were upset with us. So yes, Ava Ione is also on the podcast. Yes, that is right. She is... Always the co-host. Yes. Whenever I get on here, she is probably most like going to be in the background, letting us know her opinion. And she's become extremely opinionated <laughs> nowadays. Right? Like she's she's got the looks down. She'll give you the look if she doesn't like what you just said. And I'm working on her getting the eyebrow down, and so I like I mean, that. She's, she's coming along. The uh, it's, it's a, I think it's a part of our charm because we're truly a living room podcast. And living rooms involve children when you're us, and you got Ava, and I've got my three solo because Kelly's on a four-day retreat. So at any given time, the children can join us. Yeah, exactly. Which I think is, that, like you said, that just adds to the appeal of the podcast. It makes it more real. It makes it more genuine. <laughs> I think people appreciate our sacrifice. We're exactly, to exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> if we're going to squeeze in 20, 30 minutes, it's probably going to have to involve other outside sources because that's just his life yes yes hey and i also got this in some feedback people uh, our last couple episodes that you've been able to get on our reacts to some interviews our um calling men in with carly roner and jeff matsushita apparently people want you and i to disagree more and i'm just like hey, listen uh, yeah. great minds think alike exactly yeah. <laughs> what do you mean my god what, i don't understand that I mean, what's the? There's plenty of podcasts out there you can listen to people argue back and forth. We're yeah, we're not hot to, takers. We're not hot yeah. takers. No, no. That's when we bring Angered on. That's what we bring yes. him on for. We bring guests on so we can disagree with our guests. <laughs> <laughs> we figured this out a long time ago. Our two minds versus somebody else. We usually win. 
You exactly. just don't get to combine them very often. Hey, so I sent you a couple. This episode, we're going to dive into three questions. Um, and we want to talk about specifically some ones I prepped you for. Current events, humor, and then a more serious one. So let's start here. Um, yep. And you probably were watching with, like, oh, I'm sure Kip's on a ledge somewhere. When my Dodgers... <laughs> Pulled the usual October swoon, <laughs> and I mean, I, in the long run, maybe it's better for me that they're out, and I don't have five hours of my day. I know where Kelly lands on that, but yeah. my question to you was: with my complete, I mean, I'm walking around in all black today. The Dodgers tanking is a real problem for me. But do you have anything left in your life? It doesn't have to be just sports. Is there anything left that you get irrationally compa- uh, passionate about? Because I don't think our teams count our own individual coaching. But you go, you go ahead. You start the answer. What is left that you get silly about? So I think if my wife were listening to this podcast, she would tell you that when I am rooting for LeBron, whether it was LeBron in the Heat days with D Wade, LeBron with the the Cavs these last couple years against the Warriors in particular, um, haven't got as much into it when he's been with the Lakers because obviously there's been no reason for it this last year. Yeah. Um, but when I'm watching LeBron in basketball, for whatever reason, basketball is where I lose my shit. <laughs> I, I literally, I get freaking straight psycho mode. And, and if you're around me enough as a coach and you've been around me in a game mode and things of that nature, practice, you kind of feel like, man, this guy, is, he keeps his composure pretty yeah, good. He pretty stays too. relatively poised. Regardless, although there's plenty of times in the coach's booth this year where that probably wasn't the case. But, you know, it would be surprising and probably shocking to most people if they witnessed my antics during a LeBron game. Specifically, <laughs> if it's a playoff NBA Finals game, they would absolutely be shocked by my behavior. Does it, okay, it, I revert straight back to my younger years before mom talked me into not having such a crazy temper. Because you and, did. I mean, you and Pops have a temper from from the lower nether regions, whatever religion you exactly. may be. Because you're exactly LeBron it. watching. Okay, I'm picturing you. Are you sitting down and then I'm standing just, up yep. in rage, or are you a pacer? Because I'm a pacer. No. I yeah, I know you're a pacer because that's what exactly. I think mom is a pacer too. I am the like picture dad. Remember the old school recliner, <laughs> yes. bar, recliner chair. Yes. Where all of a sudden the chair just freaking you hear the the, the bottom part of the chair snap into the bottom because he's about <laughs> to get up and storm. Yes. That is me to a T when I'm watching in, uh, the NBA, LeBron, and any important game, and I'm losing my shit. That yes. is like I'll be sitting there, cool, calm, collected. And then something will just set me off, and it's a freaking, I've been known to throw things across the room, <laughs> remotes, if I've got the remote near me, that thing is in trouble, because I am throwing it across the room somehow, some way. I have broke multiple things within a house because of my pillow toss, or remote toss, um, God, what was it at the, uh, out in Seattle, yeah, our house in Seattle, in Linwood, I was by myself at the time. And I was watching a playoff game, and I was not really excited about the results that were happening. And I tossed a freaking pillow that was next to me just thinking that, ah, I'm good if I throw this pillow yeah, because it's, it's a soft it. item. Yeah. But I threw it so hard and so just randomly that it hit a wall 
which then in turn knocked a vase off the uh, a shelf that the vase was on on top of the wall. And that came and down. the vase shattered everywhere. And so in turn, I had to clean up my damn mess before the wife got home yes. and just play dumb to the fact that there was a missing vase in the house. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I was watching the game. It was there. It wasn't. Do you yeah, have no, I, just, the... I just denied the fact that the vase was ever there. Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've not seen that thing. I'm you're not sure what you're talking about. You're taking crazy pills. There was never a vase over here. Um, I mean, have... I, resort, I resort to name calling yep, yep. to everybody that's on the team that I feel is messing up. I, I mean, I'm God cussing them in ways that are just <laughs> completely irrational. <laughs> do you have that for the Bears anymore, or do you don't get to see them very much? That's part of I your issue. Don't, I don't see them as much. I'm not. I just don't get into the Bears stuff nearly as much as back in the day when I was young. Yeah. Uh, and I think part of it is just when you're around football all the time. Yep. You know, you're just like, yeah, I'm good. I just don't get into watching. I still watch games, NFL games, obviously. I don't watch them for anything more than entertainment and picking up schemes, things of that nature, and that's about it. I don't don't defend them for for the Bears for whatever reason now. I still love them and watch them, want them to win, but I just don't get nearly as crazy as... I used to because right. I'm, I'm not. I don't feel connected to anybody on the team either. Right, right, right. There's no Neil Anderson running around, is what you're exactly, saying. exactly. <laughs> the is it? Some of it is. I was thinking about this too today. I can, like I get mad watching LeBron and stuff, but I don't get as crazy or the Blazers. I don't get as mm-hmm. nuts as the Cowboys and the Dodgers, and those are not the sports I coach either. So it's yeah. like I com- I don't know what's happening in baseball enough, but I I have a text message group. In my baseball world, that my baseball experts will either feed my fire, like, yeah, Dave Roberts is a moron. You're right, because I'm just sending, just like you, I'm just sending, fuck him. Don't go to hell. Fuck him. He's a bastard. Like, just terrible things. And it doesn't make any sense, but I'm literally, I don't, people can't be around me. Last night, the family's trying to enjoy Aladdin, you know, the Will Smith remake, which we could probably do a whole talk about. Uh, and Kershaw gives up two homers back to back, and I'm watching it on my phone while trying to watch with the family. And I ruin the whole scene with just f bombs. This fucking guy, he fucking no way. And Kelly's just looking at me like, you can't be serious. You're four years old. Yeah, I am, and I'm still involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's um, I'm with you 100. Where I made the conscious choice to not watch any LeBron games in public. Yeah. It just would. It's going to end in a bad way. It's going to end in a really bad way. What is the so. most frust- What is the movement or a saying that Coach Kane is going to do in the booth when he's mad? Is it a, <laughs> is it a quick hand slap on the table? It is. That's exactly what it is. Like I feel bad for Coach Potter, our tight ends coach, who sits right next to me uh, at home. Yeah. And I mean, I will just hammer that front desk in front of me, and just a quick, you know, a quick GD, god damn it, or, you know, an F-bomb, and, and, but then it's right, I snap right back into, all right, next play, here we go. Right, right. But I will, I mean, that, yeah, that poor table, that front table that we sit behind is just taking a beating this year, <laughs> and I, I have, I, I also will, just like the remotes, 
if there's a pen next to me or near me, you throwing it. That pen's in trouble to be picked up and a quick toss right on top of the table as hard as I possibly can. That thing just bounces and flies everywhere. And again, Potter's in danger of getting a pen bounced right into his face. And it's bad news. I felt bad for. Uh, so we were at Cal Poly this past weekend, overtime game, right? We decided yep. to make that one entertaining when we didn't have to. But right. Um, so they they got really nice press box there. And also, or coach's box, and uh, but there's their windows right next to us to the like a suite essentially okay. for yeah. fans. Yeah, right. And it's literally right right next to us. And I mean, at one point, a guy actually leaned out over the railing and was trying to holler at a dude, his buddy or something, in front in the front row, and is literally right in blocking my view as he's leaning out. Oh, going, hey, RJ, what's <laughs> up, bud? <laughs> And I'm seriously tapping on the window like, really, bud? Do you not notice what's going on in here? I'm trying to watch this game in more ways than a fan here, okay, bud? Hey, RJ. So, RJ can wait till halftime. But but I felt bad for there was an older couple that was sitting next to me there. And again, they're literally sitting next to me. There's just a pane of glass that's separating us. And over the course of a few plays, they got... They got a good feeling for where that that temper that you talked about yeah. earlier, and um, witnessed some some really unnecessary cuss words and things of that nature. So I Are felt bad. Guys in the I booth? almost wanted to like knock on the window afterwards. Like, hey, sorry, sorry. Just I, hold I up a sign. Just hold up a white piece of paper with. I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly. So are you guys exactly. aware of where the camera is? Like when you were at UW or now? Because I don't, I feel like in a good way. I don't see. I see the camera shots of the boxes with the coordinators where you're at. Of all, you know, in all games, very yep. rarely do they pan up there and somebody's losing their mind, right? <laughs> but basketball yeah, I mean, coaches, again, it goes, we're losing it goes our minds. Back to that uh, goes back to that an episode when we talked about behind the scenes of certain jobs, and we talked about the behind the scenes of the yes. TV crew. Yes. And the TV producer that's back there going, all right, give me a shot of the box right now. Coordinator shot right now. Yes, like time. So whoever is in charge of that does a really good job of making sure it's the right moment <laughs> and not like yes. after a big play just occurred. And all right, give me a shot of the defense coordinator after that offensive big play. Yes. <laughs> you only see it like on hard really knocks. TV. You only see the negative reaction like on hard knocks when they're like, yeah. oh, Max can't play. He just can't do it, you know. The, the guy from the back, but from the fifth, from the seventh round, that's going to get cut. But they're trying to build up the drama. Exactly. Basketball exactly. coaches, though, I feel like we get it worse, like because they're always on us, especially college. Oh, yeah. Not, you know, we're not on TV that much, but D one coaches, they are constantly shown losing their minds. Oh, there's no question. There's a couple still shots of me where I got the double palm up and I'm looking back at my staff, like, anybody got anything? <laughs> but there, oh, there is a part of me though I think that's like basketball even in the game like like you said you get mad but you feel like you kind of have some control like okay we'll go practice better or we'll you know we'll dive in and we can actually fix yep. this I can't solve Clayton Kershaw being terrible in October yeah I um, think it, it definitely has something to do with not having any control like you have zero control over these people yeah. as you're watching them and so the ability for you to lose your shit and it doesn't really affect anything but yourself and the surroundings is so much more likely so why not do it i guess i don't know right 
Hey, and that's your the, just the phrase "losing your shit" with our rational fandom pairs into my second question. My second question I sent Kane was hashtag sign of the times. Points in our day where we're keenly aware of our age because we're definitely older than we you know we think we are, and also maybe on a positive. We're, we feel young, you know, we feel vital. But when we're losing our shit, I had a rant the other day, and I think I was yelling, not at my staff, but just about something that was going on in our program. And I yeah. forgot mid-rant the word I wanted to use in terms of cussing. <laughs> and I just fumbled over a conglomeration of cuss words. And I was like, sorry, sorry, I'm 40. What I meant to say was, so that's where I'm going to start off. Sign of the times, mid just ranting and raving. I can't generate the word fast enough. Next. <laughs> uh, yeah, that happens to me way too often. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to question my, you know, the whole CTE thing, uh, where I will be mid-sentence and, and have this really awesome point that I'm about to make with my players, and yeah. then I just lose the awesome word that would just really finish off the statement I just made, and then I just sit there and pause for a second, like, ah, what's the right word here? Right. And or I mix up my words, like you said, and like there's a mesh of words that combine, and then what I'm really good at just playing that off. At least I feel like I'm really good like at just playing it off. They should know the word it. you just bumbled. They should know what that like. That's a real word. Yeah, exactly. You just keep rolling. You just the utmost confidence in what you just said. Like, yeah, you guys heard me right. Write that <laughs> down. Up. Make sure you write <laughs> that down. Utmost <laughs> <laughs> confidence is the best. Um, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm with you as far as the, just some words that I'll pull out like today. Perfect example is actually, I was like, wow, that, that that's actually perfect for this podcast. I'm talking to my wife and we're trying to plan out the rest of the night. And, um, you know, I'm like, yeah, I just don't feel like uh, galley, gallivanting around oh, my tonight goodness. on a Thursday night. Let's just hang out. And she's like, she goes, what? <laughs> Did she just use gallivanting around? Who gallivants? Like, That's only horses. She's, she's like, what? First of all, the only people I've heard even try and use that word have been my dad and my grandpa. So oh, no. welcome to that old club. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. And then, yeah. So just little things like that. Yeah. Just like, wow, what What did I just say? Here's one for you, because I know you, are, you football guys are definitely have this phenomenon where you park your car whenever you get to the office in season. And this has been happening to me preseason, not like this has been happening, period. So you park your car at the office, at the facility. You're on campus all day, right? You're doing your thing. And you come out, you've got no idea where that car is. I'm telling you, four to five days a week, I don't know where the van is. And I just walk around with, I love your utmost confidence. I just roll with it. And yep. pretend I'm on the phone or texting, but really yep. I'm secretly pressing my keyless remote and hoping that van goes beep beep because I don't know where it is, Kane. I have no yep. idea where the van is. And God forbid there's another silver odyssey because I might walk to it and people be like, that's not your car. That's not your car. Coach, coach, that's not your, and I'm just like, this, this has to stop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, here you go. Here's, here's one for you. Here's when I know I've come to the point in my life where I am not who I used to be yeah. anywhere close to these young kids. Like, I remember pregame, like back when I was obviously playing, and then even as a young coach, 
you rock the headsets, you know, mm-hmm. you got your music playing as if you're still playing. Yeah, like your swag level. You're, it's up. Yeah, you, you've got the headphones on and you're, you got your playlist and literally, and as, I remember as a young coach and I'm just like, man, I'm still in, I have no desire to put <laughs> headphones on pregame you don't, you don't anymore. I, I'm grabbing the freaking media guide and reading through the media guide and trying to <laughs> dust stuff on my, the history of the program we're playing or whatever i got zero desire to play any type of music you don't need, wise you don't need this just keep myself fired up like i'm playing it's like <laughs> yes. dude i'm so far from playing right now like why would i try to get myself all hyped up like, what's, what's the point of that like that i is a, that's, get myself all jacked up to call a game like see, what? I, that's definitely I, I, that might be a positive too it might not be a purely i'm old that might be a yeah. positive i remember being assistant we were in the Northwest Conference Tournament Championship, and I was in the hotel. A bunch of yeah. my buddies had drove up to watch it. Because, you know, we're still like 25, 26, still just yeah. in that age. And yeah. I'm just sitting there bumping Pac and DMX in the hotel room. Just, and, there, and one of my best friends, Jason Searle, looks at me and goes, what are you, what are you about right now? Like, I'm just getting ready. He goes, you're a fucking coach. Exactly. Exactly. And I remember that like, oh, you're yeah. right. That's definitely. It's not. It's. I don't need to be hyped right now. No. No. Yeah. No. Like, what's the point of that? Like. What? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, here's one. So, here's one. And then I mean, not even to mention the fact that if I was to hype myself up, and you even said it, like Tupac and DMX, I'm still going to that for. Yeah. My hype music. I'm not. I'm not going to anything new nowadays because I don't know enough music anymore to to have any clue like what's a good song or playlist yeah. or anything along those lines anyway you mean little like Uzi i'm, I'm Vert, stumbling around in freaking pregame warm-ups listen to whatever the uh, teams listen to or whatever's playing over the announce or the uh pa system and just going yeah i don't yeah i don't know this song okay no idea. Music, okay are your players i think my players and tell me if yours do the same make me keenly aware of how old i am but they're trying to help me feel younger because when yeah. I oh, talk yeah. about Tupac, they're like, Coach, that's ancient. Okay, okay, I'll give them that. If I talk about Lil Wayne, they're like, Coach, that's ancient. Yeah. You got to, you know, here's little Uzi Vert. And, <laughs> you know, some other guys. So I think they're trying to help me. But oh, I definitely feel man, the I've, I've tried multiple times. I keep asking my guys, hey, what's your, what's your go-to? What's your playlist? Blah, blah, blah. You know, trying to get the Adelman deal with. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, make me a playlist, blah blah blah, and I tell you, it's I, I struggle, I struggle <laughs> mightily to listen to it, and, and even to have any clue what I'm listening to in the first place. Yes, okay, like one of my guys is like, "Oh yeah, I'm listening to Baby." I'm like Baby, <laughs> the hell is Baby? He's like, "Oh yeah, Baby by Baby," and this and that. And I'm like, "Yeah, holy cow, that is." And he even said it too. He prefaced it first. He's like, "Coach, you're not gonna have any idea who this is." It's like, yeah, you, you hit that one on the head. <laughs> no clue, man. Bingo. Remember when we were the young coaches? Remember we were oh, those yeah. guys? Oh, I, yeah. I relate. I, I don't. I played yeah, off more. really well. Yeah, yeah. Completely fell off of that deal now. Although yeah. I, I feel like I've, I've gotten back into more. I feel, because uh, I don't know if I told the story on the podcast or not, but one of my evals over the court after spring ball one of the evals was um, by one of the players, which is really funny. It said something along the lines of, 
good sense of humor, but it's really more of a dad sense of humor. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, you oh, got man. dad jokes? Uh, yeah, apparently, I got dad jokes now. <laughs> <laughs> but there's times when you can just feel it, right? Like there's times when you'll say something you think, and you're going to get this reaction from the players, and they're just kind of looking at you like, "Yeah, wow, that wasn't the uh, reaction I wanted at all." <laughs> I thought I saw this going differently in my head. I said, differently. I said one morning, it was an 8 a.m. session. I can't remember if it was film or shoot around we had. And I said, nowhere on planet Earth is 8 a.m. considered early, guys. And I was trying to make like a, you know, like, welcome to the world yeah. thing. And one of my older players was like, coach, that was pretty good. There's one of your better ones lately. <laughs> Jesus. Ava didn't like that one either. No, she was. She's like, yeah, I know dad humor. I know yeah, dad humor. You're not funny, dad. Last one on the old or young. So in your workout. So I obviously oh, yeah, yeah. I go to Orange Theory. David Gunn, podcast co-host. We we love Orange Theory. It's it's twofold, right? They do these contests all the time, which I love. You got times and distances you're trying to hit, but then they put up on the board top five. They put it on social media, right? And I look through it, but it's always ordered in, like, here's the young athletes, and then here's the old men, and my name's in the top three or four on the old men list, 40s, and I'm like, okay, is that good or bad? I'm listening, I'm just crushing it, but those guys are so much faster than me. What the hell is going on? Yeah, um, the, um... The workouts, for sure, is something that you can just, you, you feel it incrementally, right? It's just, you start to just feel like, man, I, first of all, my workouts have gone from, I used to be able to go an hour, you know, 45 yeah. minutes. It's slowly but surely gone from an hour, 45 minutes, to a half hour, 20 minutes. I'm at that 15-minute deal now. <laughs> you that's just my, sweat that's hard my freaking, for 15? That's my, that's my prime zone right there, man. I get 15 <laughs> minutes in, I feel damn good about it. Like, that was good, 15, let's go. <laughs> like, Sean, and, and amazingly enough, Sean T with the insanity stuff, right? I feel like he's kind of helped me along the way where when I was young, he had his first insanity stuff come out, it. and you it was sixty. Minutes. Every workout was like 60, 60 minutes. Yeah, and it was felt freaking easy. I was good, and then eventually that got hard. So I cut out some of the workouts, so it was down to like forty-five minutes. Yep. And then he came out with this thirty-minute deal, and it was freaking awesome. Yeah. And then over the summer, he came out with a new twenty-minute deal. Oh, he's got better. twenty so minutes. He literally is basing it off of me, apparently. He's he's and, a realist. I appreciate that about him. Yeah, hell yeah. And then now it's I'm at that point where, like I said, 15 minutes max. Fortunately, Shanti actually has a 15 minute max workout. You no, he doesn't. Oh he yeah, does. 15 minutes. What? Rock and roll. Okay, I I totally appreciate it. Can you imagine Shanti going to the people at Beachbody like, hey, listen, guys, we're gonna take another 10 off. Guys, yeah. we're going down another 10. Sean, yep. at what point are you just not doing workout? I'm going to tell him next time, think about working out and it'll work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, last one. One big question, last one. This one is, okay, we went from irrational fandom through being old and funny. A little more serious, but I've been thinking about this as recruiting's heating up on our end. Uh, falls, yep. heavy visit time, you know, football games, volleyball games, basketball players come on campus. 
Uh, yep. But I've been thinking to myself, because, you know, as a recruiter, you always got to make these snap judgments on these potential players. Can you see yourself, you know, can this could be part of our program? Can I coach him? But I always worry, like, am I really going to base it off of X, Y, and Z? And this kid's 19 years old, you know, 18 years old. Yeah. So I texted you, would you, Coach Kane, 37-year-old, 38-year-old Coach Kane, recruit and sign young Kane? And even better, would your Kane right now hang out with 25-year-old Kane? Because I'll tell you this, maybe I sign 18-year-old Kip, I'd look past his haircut, i look past his inability to make threes consistently, maybe I sign him. You know, he's going to make shots, I mean, he's going to make, he's going to get stops. But I don't know if 40-year-old Kip could hang out with 25-year-old Kip. And I'm being quasi-deep, right? Like, 25-year-old Kip just didn't know a lot of shit. He was kind of obnoxious. But you go ahead first. I'll double back to 25-year-old Kip because I'm not going to the bar with that guy. What about you? <laughs> uh, first up on the uh, – so recruiting-wise, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I Just if I'm looking at myself right now, if I was me and I'm recruiting myself at 18 years old out of Skyview High School, right? just kind of flipping this, this question a little bit, I don't know if I'd even recruit myself right? based off of my Skyview High School film. <laughs> just knowing myself and knowing picky wise and yeah. what, what I'm looking at, you know, and not knowing anything future wise. I, damn, I'm kind of fortunate that I even got recruited. And Senior um, Kane had a freaking club on his hand, right? You didn't even exactly, do yeah. exactly. But um, second of all, yeah, trying to relate to myself at that point, it'd be. I think, man, that's a great question. Honestly, it's a really good question. I because I know as an eighteen year old kid back then. I probably wouldn't have been real excitable on the phone to talk to. Oh, you would have been. You, know, you personality were brutal calling like, back oh from my college. God. You were one Who word this guy. kid? I don't want yeah. to talk to this kid. Yeah. I couldn't get three words out of you calling back from home. Hey, how's how's, oh. how's life? Good. How's the That's team? Good, man. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, uh, to say I've come out of my shell a little bit would probably be an understatement. Yes. yes. Um, but now, if I was that 18-year-old kid talking to my 37-year-old version trying to recruit me, I think I'd probably find myself a little annoying. Like, <laughs> okay, dude, I, would, I get it. Leave me alone. Like, yeah, yeah. What's your deal? What if, I know this. 25-year-old Kip, and this is getting a little, you know, a little deeper, but 25-year-old Kip had some real language issues in terms of I was still that guy saying if I watched something happen on a game, I would refer to a player with a homophobic slur. Like, dead yeah. serious. I would have said, oh, that, you know what, guy. Yeah. Or that play was so G-A-Y. I also was prone, and i got to give my wife full credit for improving this version of Kip. Because that guy was down to say the, you know, the R word, retarded and retarded and retarded. Oh, yeah. About anything. And I'd be yeah. in the bar watching Iverson have a couple beers. Samoans get loud with alcohol. No, and no I doubt. Can almost, That's a fact. Right? I can almost guarantee... Some of those awful things would come out of my mouth, and I know this kid, you know this kid that's supposed to be woke and trying to improve the world. He would hate that guy. He yeah. would hate him. There's, and that's a great point. I, I think of um, multiple times that I've now, as my this version of me now, and either by myself and my wife and, and daughter out eating at a restaurant or you know at a local sports bar or whatever and we're trying to enjoy just a nice night 
Yeah. And you look over and you see the 25 to 30 year old kids, you know, or the college age kids and they're having a great time and they're, they might be getting a little loud or whatever. And I am annoyed as shit with them. <laughs> like, my God, guys, really? You guys, you guys got to be these guys right now. Yeah. And then I think back to it like, huh, well, that was me. Yeah. Pretty much from 20 through 30. Oh, you and so your crew. You I'd guys be annoyed as hell with myself. I guarantee it. It yeah. would have nothing to do with myself at this point. Right. No, I'm, I'm, and I, I was a knight. I chased the knight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like 25-year-old kid would be like, boys, it's only 1 a.m., we oh, should yeah, do you're notorious for that now. Don't kid yourself. That, that for sure. And I'm probably right there with you. Yep. But you talk about peer pressure. You were pretty damn good at that. Yes. For sure. Yes. I was really good at that. You're really good at that. Like, oh, no, we're good. Keep it rolling. Yes. Just press the want button. You don't want to press the want button? Like, that guy <laughs> is the worst. Like, I like to have a good time, but I'm going to bed at 10. Like, no, I, I don't know who made me adopt the Stop Chasing the Night. It might have been like a Herm Edwards, you know, like nothing good happens after 12 p.m., 12 a.m. But I, yeah. I use that on people on like my team now. Like, guys, don't chase the night. Have fun till 11 and go to bed. Yeah. But 25-year-old Kip was just like, oh, they're shutting us down. Last call. Exactly. And then I'd probably call exactly. the bartender some slur. Like an idiot. <laughs> yep. I think yep. you, you were doing push-ups in a bar that we shut down at one point. Oh, yeah. I was in the process of getting kicked out with your mom. Yep. And that's... Yep. God, I yep. forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you talk about making a family proud. Right. That's how we used to roll. That's how we used to do things. We were, just, just, we were determined to make it memorable. And our mom kicked right out of a bar. Yeah. And that That is like... Nowadays, it's like, hey, I'm going to hang out and hopefully there's nothing memorable to speak of. Like, There's nothing that's like, remember that time. In this evening. Yeah, exactly. In the past, it was the opposite. How can oh, we yeah. make sure that this is remembered for something just drastic? And it never was <laughs> exactly. anything good. And you know, you got to give yourself credit at the time, though. You were True. taking full advantage of life at the time. Like, oh, that yeah. was, I know for a fact, was a motto of myself and the crew we were. Full advantage of life. I mean, we were just all about this. Oh, life is short. Let's we got to take full advantage of every night, every opportunity, which. I kind of agree with to yeah. a certain extent. I agree. But I just agree with doing it in such a different manner now. Yeah. That it's 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 laughable. Yes. Like guys, we can enjoy tw- noon to one p.m. We can enjoy that. <laughs> exactly. Time. It doesn't have exactly. to be the inverse. <laughs> oh, it's a great one. We'll get some more reacts on there. We'll get some people sharing on our social media tweets. Uh, there, our social media feeds. There. Uh, Younger selves, would we be friends? But hey, man, tell Ava, great job. 33 minutes, yeah. right on the spot. A perfect dish on the drive. Perfect. Perfect. Content reminder, the opinions expressed on the Cross the Streams podcast are those of the host and the guests alone and do not reflect the opinions of the institutions, universities, or businesses that employ the hosts or the guests.
shine, I'm just keeping my shine.